Hello, amazing parents, and welcome to Parenting with Psychology. I'm Dr. Lindsay Emerson. I'm a clinical psychologist, parenting coach, and mother of four, and I'm here to teach you actionable psychology-based parenting tools from my 5Cs Parenting Framework to help you master any parenting situation. Thanks for joining me today. At Parenting with Psychology, we believe amazing parenting means becoming intentional in your parenting and proactive in learning skills to help you parent more effectively in a way that best fits your unique parent-child dynamic. Before we dive into today's tips, let's take a moment to add a positive spin to our parenting and think about a time when you utilized your parenting toolbox to have a win with your family this week. I'll share one of mine with you. Have you ever picked your kid up from school and they're in the worst mood ever? The other day, my 10-year-old had a terrible day where everything had gone wrong. He was doing terribly at everything, and he was the worst football player ever. My reassurance and advice was terrible. It was one of those days. School can be mentally, physically, and emotionally taxing for children. If they don't eat the lunch they brought, didn't bring enough, or don't like the school lunch, they can experience a real dip in their energy level and corresponding mood after school. I had a suspicion this is what was going on with my little guy, so I went into patient and supportive mode, offering reassurances that things might look up soon and we should hustle home for a snack and circle back to discussing some of these issues later in the day. Sure enough, 10 minutes later, he actually was a skilled athlete, did have fun with friends today, and everything was okay. Some parenting problems are hard to solve. Some are a little easier. It felt amazing to remember that even as kids get older, they go through growth spurts and have huge caloric needs, so simply focusing on getting a protein-packed snack in them fast after school can save the day. Okay, now let's move on to today's parenting tips. This episode is titled, Check Yourself, Are You an Intentional Parent? Today we're talking about intentional parenting. When I list off the five C's in my parenting framework, I always list check yourself last, but really this is the big hitter, the foundation upon which the rest stand. The highlight of the check yourself category is intentional parenting. When you get intentional in your parenting, you One, think about your parenting philosophy and how you want to interact with your children. Two, set goals for your entire family. And three, establish frameworks or strategies for helping to achieve those goals. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through these three steps to intentional parenting. By the end of the episode, you'll have a clearer picture of how to develop your parenting philosophy and how to set goals for your family. And you'll understand my 5Cs Parenting Framework to give you the bigger picture behind each of the psychology-based tools I teach in my weekly parenting tips. Get ready to become intentional in your parenting. First up, parenting philosophy. Have you ever taken a moment to think about your parenting philosophy? Most people haven't, so don't worry if you're drawing a blank. I think it's a good idea for every parent to take time to understand their parenting philosophy to use as an overarching guide for how you want to interact with your children. Parenting philosophies are very personal and may vary from person to person or across different cultures. Yours may be related to how your parents interacted with you as a child, some form of parent training you've had, like a course or a book you valued, or something that feels natural to you as a parent. I could do an entire episode on parenting philosophies. In fact, I'll put that on my to-do list. I'll go in all the different types and the related research outcomes for children raised by parents with different parenting styles. For today's discussion, though, I'll briefly mention that there are a lot of different parenting styles popularized in the media today, from helicopter parenting to free-range parenting. 
from a psychology perspective, there are four main parenting styles, three originally developed by psychologist Diana Bohmrind in the 1960s, and a fourth added by Maccabee and Martin in the 1980s. Number one, authoritative parenting. This is an extremely strict style of parenting, focusing on rules and obedience with little use of positive feedback. Number two, permissive parenting. This is a very nurturing style of parenting with little focus on setting limits or monitoring children's activities. Number three, neglectful parenting. Another parenting style that minimizes limit setting and monitoring of children, but it's not nurturing or loving. And number four, authoritative, a parenting style that uses rules and monitors children's behavior in a loving and supportive way. I have a visual representation showing how these four styles fall into the four quadrants of a graph, depicting varying levels of warmth and acceptance, which is also called responsiveness, and varying levels of demandingness. You can check that out at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 35. These four parenting styles can guide parents who have never thought about their parenting philosophy. Don't feel bad about that. That's probably most parents. Use these categories to help get a feel for where you fall in your natural parenting inclinations. You may even feel like you combine two or more styles because not all parents fit neatly into a single category. Hearing about these options sometimes helps parents identify changes they want to make in their parenting style. You may have heard the fourth option, authoritative parenting, and thought that sounds like the best one, and thought maybe you should be more attentive or less permissive to try to fit more into that category. Spoiler alert, research consistently shows authoritative parenting as the most effective parenting style to support optimal child development. The psychology-based tools I teach through Parenting with Psychology, from consistent bedtime routines to 3-2 thank you, all fall under authoritative parenting. You can check out episodes 6 and 12 to learn more about those tools at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 6 and parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 12. Hey, amazing parents. In addition to my solution-focused masterclasses, I offer a full Parenting with Psychology course specific to your child's age group. It's the best way to learn everything you need to know to become an amazing parent. You'll learn all of my psychology-based tools customized to your child's age group to help you feel more confident and capable in your parenting. Parents wanting to be more intentional in their parenting will love this in-depth strategic approach to parenting guided by the 5 C's framework. Go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash courses to join the waitlist so you'll hear as soon as my full course is available. I'll look forward to guiding you on your amazing parenting journey. If you're already familiar with parenting philosophies, you may have moved beyond this categorization to develop your own unique parenting philosophy. For example, I describe my parenting philosophy as love, balance, and problem solving, which I describe in detail in episode two at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash two. I strongly believe that children should feel a sense of unconditional positive regard from their parents, that they can do anything in the world and always be loved and valued by their parents. This concept stems from humanistic psychologist Carl Rogers. However, parents can and should guide their children towards appropriate behavior along their developmental journey. This is the balance part of my parenting philosophy, in which parents value and enjoy their children at their current developmental stage, but look towards the future to be sure that they are shaping them into the person they hope their child will become at various developmental milestones, such as age 5, age 11, and age 18. 
Finally, I believe problem-solving strategies are invaluable to parenting. Parenting presents us with constant challenges, both on a small daily scale and on a larger long-term scale. Understanding the problem-solving steps in the solve strategy can help you overcome even the trickiest parenting problems. Check out Solve Your Parenting Problems in 5 Steps at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 10 to learn about the solve strategy. Using problem-solving skills in your parenting also helps you avoid feeling frustrated and overwhelmed when presented with parenting challenges. Okay, now let's move on to part two, family goals. On top of an overarching parenting philosophy, it's helpful to establish specific goals for your family. While your parenting philosophy guides your parental behavior, family goals specify the outcomes you hope to see in your children. These may be broad goals like raising my child to be caring and conscientious, patient, responsible, independent, and resilient. These are all goals I have for my children. Or they may be more specific, like wanting your child to be a safe swimmer as early as possible. That's a goal we set for our family because, well, A, my husband and I love the water. We met through the water. We were both on the springboard diving team at Johns Hopkins University and eagerly look forward to a lake vacation every year. And B, we had a lot of exposure to water when our children were very young, with access to pools both at our condo complex and at my father's house, so we wanted our kids to be safe around water. Other examples of more specific goals would be instilling an early love of reading in my children also a family goal of ours, or wanting your child to develop an appreciation for all types of music, or wanting your children to grow up thinking of physical activity as a normal part of their daily routine. That's another family goal of ours. Notice that these goals are reasonable and realistic. I'm not saying I want my child to become a concert pianist, or I want them to go to college on an athletic scholarship. Those things would be great, and you might hope for them, but your parenting goals should be reasonable and realistic, so you set yourself up for success. For example, you may really want your child to be the first to attend college in your family, but ultimately that will be their choice. Instead, make it a goal to teach your child the value of education and instill in them the belief that all doors are open for them because they're intelligent and talented and hardworking. Here's another example. I would absolutely love to have a bunch of grandchildren to take care of in the future, but rather than setting that as a specific goal for my family, we focus on making family time a priority and appreciating the benefits of having each other in our lives. That way, one day, my children may choose to find a partner and have children and hopefully invite me to take care of their babies. What family goals do you have? You may have some that pop into mind right away, or you may have to think about it for a bit. One thing that might help is envisioning your child in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. What does their life look like? And how can you help them to get there by setting reasonable goals? Your family goals may look similar for each of your children, or vary a bit, especially if you have a child with any developmental or health issues to manage. Consider what goals you can prioritize for your family overall and for each child to help guide them on their developmental journey. Okay, now for the third section, parenting tools. Now that you have an overarching parenting philosophy guiding your interaction style with your children and family goals giving you desired outcomes to work towards, how do you get there? What does the day-to-day routine look like with your family? How do you react when faced with parenting challenges? How do you handle your trickiest parenting situations? This is where my specific parenting tools come in. 
This is why I developed my 5 C's parenting framework. Once I understood my parenting philosophy and set goals specific for my family, I outlined five concepts to hone in on specific strategies that I would use with my family each day to help us work towards our family goals in a way that's consistent with my parenting philosophy. This is a very meta way to think about your parenting, so don't worry if it sounds a tad overwhelming right now. Just know that the specific psychology-based parenting tools I developed and have worked so well for my family and for the families I've coached in this model are all stepping stones working towards a larger, cohesive plan with a long-term vision for raising amazing kids. Each of the five C's represents an overarching concept that you can use to guide your day-to-day family interactions and a category that serves as a way to organize specific tools from understanding how to use positive and negative reinforcement in your parenting to learning anger management strategies to help you keep cool when your kids are driving you crazy. In today's episode, I'll provide you with the overarching concept for each of the five C's and list a few of the specific parenting tools that fall into each of the five C's categories. Number one, communication. The concept here is to communicate with your child in a calm, caring, and supportive manner. Be thoughtful in your word choice and nonverbal behavior. You are their loving and patient teacher. The tools under the communication category are acknowledge and response strategy, social learning theory, and family mantras, to name a few. Number two, consistency. The concept here is that consistency helps your child feel safe and secure with room to grow and explore. Be consistent in interacting with your child so they know what to expect from you. Also, be consistent in the daily routines that you set up for your child. Tools in the consistency category are things like attachment theory, sleep hygiene, and daily rhythms. Number three, choices and checkpoints. I really snuck two C's into this one. The concept here is to provide your child with the opportunity to make their own choices as much as safely and reasonably possible. Choices help guide your child towards independence. Developmental checkpoints should guide the choices that you present to your child. Tools in the Choices and Checkpoints category are things like 3-2 Thank You Strategy, Developmental Milestones, and Coping Skills for Kids. Number 4. Consequences The concept here is that consequences help children learn how their actions affect other people to help guide them in making good choices. Consequences should be presented in advance so your child can make an informed decision, be reasonable and timely, and should be consistently enforced. Using if-then statements allows you to maintain a sense of control in your parenting. Tools in the consequences category are things like social skills training, operant conditioning, and sleep training. Finally, number five, check yourself. Concept, check yourself means staying intentional in your parenting and using tools to help you stay grounded and happy as a parent. It means using problem-solving strategies when you encounter parenting roadblocks to avoid frustration and overwhelm. Tools in the check yourself category are things like using humor in your parenting, tension breaks, and coping skills for adults. Okay, it's time for the take-home message for this episode. Getting intentional about your parenting is the first step on the road to amazing parenting. The three-step process discussed in today's episode will get you set up for success as an intentional parent. 
First, understand your overarching parenting philosophy and how it aligns with Diana Baumrein's description of an authoritative parenting style. Think about whether you may want to work towards being more warm and accepting and finding the right balance between being demanding and undemanding with your children. Second, identify your parenting goals, whether global or more specific. Be sure that they're reasonable. And remember, you cannot control the choices your child ultimately makes, but you can guide them on their developmental journey. Third, learn specific parenting tools to help you stay true to your parenting philosophy and family goals while managing the day-to-day realities of parenting. Whether it's developing your own strategies or learning from a trusted mentor, having a parenting toolkit full of effective parenting strategies is essential. This week, take the time to think about these three steps and identify any areas you may want to focus on to be sure that you're getting intentional in your parenting. We only get one chance to parent our children. Let's do the best we can with the resources we have access to. That's amazing parenting. You may have noticed that in each of my weekly episodes, there's a summary section in which I mention which 5Cs category houses the specific parenting tools discussed that week and how to find related episodes to help parents get a bigger picture of the 5Cs along with the specific tools that I teach each week. Intentional parenting is part of the check yourself category of my 5Cs parenting framework. To find more episodes in this category, go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 35 and use the category search menu on the right of your screen. Oh, and to learn more about my 5Cs parenting framework and continue your journey to becoming an amazing parent, check out my Learn with Dr. Lindsay page at parentingwithpsychology.com slash learn. I look forward to educating and empowering your parenting practice. Okay, amazing parents, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks for being here, everyone. Join me next week to learn how to thrive as a family during the holidays. Until then, keep up the good work on your amazing parenting journey. You can follow Parenting with Psychology and sign up to receive my weekly newsletter at parentingwithpsychology.com tips to be sure you don't miss any of my new tips. My weekly tips are available to read on my website, to listen to on your favorite podcast player, or to watch on YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me more regularly and join the Parenting with Psychology community, follow Parenting with Psychology on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It would mean the world to me if you would take a moment to rate and review this episode to help it become more visible to other parents. Finally, a quick legal disclaimer. Please note that the advice provided in this episode is different than therapy and does not serve as a substitute for professional psychological treatment or other types of professional advice or intervention. If you or your child have concerns or need further parenting or personal support, please contact a physician or other qualified local health professional. See you next week, amazing parents.